The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine authentic power. And now here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello and welcome to today's show. We've got a great show for you, as always, and I have an amazing guest for you um, in the middle part of the show. Today's show is all about health and healing. Have you ever thought about why so many people at the moment are getting sick physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and how difficult it is for most people at the moment to maintain that sense of vibrancy and energy and enthusiasm. Now in part that's because there are so many difficult things going on around the world and I think we're all impacted by that. But ultimately, you know, when I was in my early 20s, they talked about one in four people getting cancer during their lifetime. Now it's one in two. The number of people who uh, have um, diabetes or who, or who are overweight is huge. And so I want to spend the first part of my show before I introduce Connie Hubner to you, who's going to talk about divine healing. I want to talk to you about maintaining your optimum health. And it's a theme that we've visited on a number of occasions, but I make no apology for making it the theme of this show. We are the common denominator in our life. You'll have heard me say that so many times. And it's up to us to determine how we live our lives. And the last thing I want to do is come across as all preachy. And yet, having known so many people, help nurse them through cancer, having lost them through cancer and other illnesses, I have to ask myself the question, how much can we do to ensure that we have good health? And I mean holistic health. Because it's my belief that dis-ease, disease, comes from how we look after our physical body, how we look after ourselves mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And I was working with my mentor, Ali Nicole Waters, the other day, and we were talking about health and well-being. And we were both agreed that when we um, experience dis-ease, that there are times quite often when there is a spiritual misalignment we're not living our true purpose and that sets up a vibration that makes us feel poorly out of sorts and if we ignore it then you know the universe has a really clever way of trying to make us take sit up and take notice because it keeps on giving us a smack and then a kick and so our health gets worse and worse. 
Now, you may not be of the view of, of the spiritual dimension. And if you know that's a stretch for you in today's show, I really urge you to stay and to listen because so often those things that you can't explain actually have a huge difference on your life. But let's start with physical health. We are very complex machines, if you like. I find it amazing that, you know, when was the last time that you sat there and you told your cells to regenerate, or you told your hair to grow, or you told your lungs to work, or your heart to beat? All of those happen automatically, and we take them for completely for granted until suddenly they don't work. I didn't give the functionality of my legs any thought at all until I was then able to walk, and then suddenly their functionality became so important. You, you'll have heard on the show when we, uh, we were talking about um, cancer and fighting cancer when uh, we were talking about the book um, your life in their hands where does the responsibility lie and we were talking about um, you, how you starve cancer that cancers love certain types of food they love sugar and sugar sets up an inflammation in the body and that inflammation in the body if it's left will start to um, make things much more difficult for the body to regenerate. And the body's amazing at regenerating and healing itself, but it's, it's given too much to do, then it really struggles. Now, I have an incredibly sweet tooth. My favorite food is cake. I just love it. And even though I'm a celiac and I can't eat wheat, rye, oats or barley, um, I can make cake and these days, not like when I was first diagnosed, you can actually um, go and buy, in the UK at least, you can buy a wide range of gluten-free cakes. But when I was working with, uh, with Vicky and with uh, the lady who wrote How to Heal Your Cancer, whose name for the moment has just completely escaped me, I will find it uh, during the, the break. Um, what I recognized is that my diet, although I ate lots of fruit and vegetables, and you know, I'm, I enjoy a drink of alcohol, but I'm not a huge drinker and I've never smoked, I did eat too much sugar. And I would, uh, I'd excuse myself because, you know, I was having a piece of cake for lunch and think, well, during the day, I'm not having too many calories, but of course, cake doesn't actually make a healthy lunch. And so one of the things that I've done is I have uh, changed my diet. I've made uh, adjustments. And so whilst I still do have cake, I don't have it every day, um, it's become a treat. And I feel much better for it. And the strange thing is we think that the sugar will give us energy, but what it does is it gives us a spike of energy and then you fall um, and you go into that energy slump. And then you want some more sugar and some more. And so it goes on. So physically, how do you look after your body? Do you hydrate enough? Do you drink enough water? And I know it's something that I have to really remind myself to drink water. I drink copious amounts of tea. Um, I'm from the UK. Not everybody in the UK drinks lots of tea, but I am a teapot. 
but there are times when you also need to drink water. But then think about your emotional health, your mental and emotional health. You know, why is it that over half the prescriptions in the UK at the moment are for antidepressants? Now, if you've ever read the book, uh, Lost Connections by Johan Hari, he believes that there are seven reasons why people feel depression. One, that they've had trauma or abuse in their childhood. Another is that they have lost connection with other people and that they're lonely or that they're not living their true purpose, that there doesn't seem to be a, a sense of that what they're doing is actually making a difference. Um, and there were other reasons too. But when he then started to think about how you could manage depression, he talked about taking exercise, finding things to laugh about, getting out into, the, into nature and into the, uh, the natural world and making that connection at, at a really deep level with nature. You know, it's interesting, isn't it, how many of us live in towns and have very little to do with nature. But you can always look at the sky and see the clouds. You can go to the local park and have a walk um, and just take notice. Now, if you're listening to this and you live in the Northern Hemisphere, then you'll be very aware of the seasons. And for me, the natural world is such an amazing way to ground myself and to let go of any of the stresses and strains that have been getting in the way. Find what works for you. It could be going dancing or going to a comedy club and laughing or meditation or music. Whatever it is, it's so important that you find something that recharges your battery. And at the heart of it, it's learning to love you. Now, I was talking to somebody this afternoon and we were talking about the difference between being um, loving oneself and being indulgent. And usually when people are being indulgent, in my experience, certainly from the number of clients that I've worked with, that they're doing it to compensate because they're feeling bad about themselves or something in life. And so they'll have a cake or a drink or uh, drugs, um, recreational or prescription to make them feel better. And it masks things rather than dealing with the problem. So Johan Hari in his book talks about how in many inner cities where there were significant problems, what they started to do was to set up small community gardens where they could grow flowers and vegetables. But not only were they doing that, they were meeting people and they were forming tight knit communities. And interestingly, not only did their physical health improve, but their mental and emotional and spiritual health improved too. So ask yourself, how much care do you take of you? Are you so busy caring for everybody else that you're at the bottom of the list? I was working with a client just this afternoon and her work is all about supporting and helping people who have mental health issues. What's been interesting over the three months that I've been working with her is that she shifted from always looking out to help other people, but actually suffering from imposter syndrome and having a very poor relationship with herself, doing very different things, speaking to herself 
in a different way, treating herself in a different way that she would never do to other people because she would consider that unkind. And yet she's an incredibly kind person. And over the short time we've met, we've only met uh, four times, I think today was the fourth one. Um, and she has moved on. In fact, she doesn't need to see me anymore. Um, she's developed a great relationship with herself. She's got a sense of purpose and she's really flying. And that's come because the relationship with herself has shifted and it's shifted into a much more loving, forgiving relationship where she uses the same criteria to measure her own performance as she does other people's. And she started to be kind to herself not indulgent, but kind. So I want you to think, how kind are you to you? How often do you have harsh words that tell you how stupid you are or how you're useless at something or that you don't look any good or that you can't do something? And just ask yourself, would you use that same language to other people or would you use something very different? You know, after the break, when we meet with Connie, she's going to talk to us, I hope, about her story and her conversation with the Divine Mother and the way in which she approaches healing um, using energy work. And for me, the ideal is when you look after yourself and do everything that you can to support good health holistically, but that when things are challenging, that you access people like me and like Connie who can help you. And I find it quite interesting. If your car was going wrong, you wouldn't hesitate to take it to a garage. If your boiler was playing up and it was the middle of winter, you'd phone a plumber or a, boiling a boiler engineer. But how many people fail to reach out and to get the help that would make such an enormous difference to them because they have some belief that either they're not worth it or that they don't need it. And interestingly, in a very short space of time, things can be turned around so that you are firing on all cylinders, that you are feeling whole and able to deal with life in a much more um, productive way and more comfortable way, being happier, more successful and more fulfilled. So after the break, we are going to be talking about Divine Mother Healing and Connie Hubner is going to tell us all about it. So please don't go away. I'll see you in a couple of minutes. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, 
live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hi there. And before I forget, again, the name of the lady who wrote Starve Your, How to Starve Your Cancer is Jane McClellan. She's been on the show. And if you have cancer or you know somebody who has cancer, I really urge you to go uh, and have a look um, at that recording. Um, so Jane McClellan. Now, my guest today, very special lady. As a young woman, Connie Hubner had a life-changing experience of being one with all that is. After years of meditation, seeking the kingdom of heaven within, she experienced a direct conversation with Divine Mother, the feminine force of creation, the female aspect of God. From Divine Mother, she received vibrational healing technologies that produced profound changes in herself and others. For the past 20 years, Connie's Divine Mother vibrational healing tools have enriched the lives of thousands of people. I, for one, am very excited to hear more about it. I'd like to introduce to you Connie Hubner. <laughs> Thank you, Gina. Hello there. <laughs> Please tell us the story because it, it sounds really fascinating. Before we get on to uh, the, the healing technologies that you've developed, um, love to know more about the story of how it came about well all right i'd love to tell you so i um i have always had a well since about the age of eight, 18 or 20 i've had a spiritual curiosity and um and i i studied many different spiritual methods of thought and i realized you know I'm just not going to believe what's written in the book. I need an experience. Mm -hmm. I have to know this within my own experience. So I, I kind of made a um, a deal with God, I guess you could say. I'm not going to believe in you or do any of your you know, prayers or go to any of your churches until you prove yourself to me. So... <laughs> And, you know, I was 18 years old, I was in college, and so I just went on with my life. And a couple years later, I had this undeniable experience. I was lying on the grass on a beautiful day, looking up at the sky, and um, I'd always been interested in astronomy, and I started to think about the, the stars that were up there that I couldn't see because it was daylight. But I, I thought, I'm going to look for them anyway. So I 
pushed my attention out into the universe. And the next thing I knew, I had this undeniable, amazing experience of being one with everything. And, and when you're one with everything, you're also, that includes God. That includes whatever your concept of the divine is. Um, but it's more than a concept, it's an experience. So I came back completely transformed and really spent the rest of my, have, and I'm still spending that part of my life, just getting to know this divine energy better. And at a certain point, it wasn't enough for me to just experience this oneness and unity. I wanted to talk to God. I had questions to ask. I wanted some answers. So I started to again, go on a search where I would close my eyes every day. I, I took to heart the phrase, the kingdom of heaven is within. And I thought, okay, I'm, I want to find that kingdom of heaven. And whoever lives there, I'm going to ask a few things. So, so I would close my eyes every day. By that time I had a child. And when she took a nap every day, I would have time to spend my, this, I called it my inner research. And after a couple months, not really much happened. It was starting to get boring. Um, and then one day I saw in my inner vision, this sparkle of light. And I thought, finally, something's happening. It isn't just this blank nothingness or my own mental thoughts. Um, and I started to watch the light and the light seemed to like me watching it. I, I got the distinct idea that it wanted to show me things. So the light started to um, show me what it could do. It could become a, a giant wave or it could become a soft glow. And I started to develop a relationship with the light. Now, <clears throat> light is an energy. Light is a vibration. <clears throat> and this is my, was my first introduction to, to vibration and energy. And as I watched this light, I, I felt better. I started to, um, it started to fill me and I started to just feel much more joyful, relaxed. Um, I noticed afterwards that certain physical issues in my system, tightness, tension had dissolved and subsided. And <clears throat> so after that, my research became inviting in the light and light eventually turned into other energy qualities divine qualities really divine love i started to work with it's different than light and um it's it's all in one spectrum but it's slightly different it does different things to your system um divine truth which is a very powerful energy the divine truth really centers you and oddly breaks the untruth, breaks the concepts that we thought that are not really aligned with the truth of who we are. So I just started this internal research and eventually from the experiences I was having, I developed a system of healing because I realized I was being healed by this, this experience of these energy tools, these, mm -hmm. these vibrational frequencies. And I started writing them out. I have a, the divine light tool, the divine love tool. I realized I had blocks in my system and they were 
energy blockages that um, that I only noticed because I would feel the heaviness of them or the density in my system. And I learned to say, go to them or break, break up that heavy density. Often it was in my throat where I would be feel afraid to speak my truth mm-hmm. and I would break that up. And then I found my heart was heavy with, um, again, fear, fear of being my true self, really. And I would break that or send that into the light. And um, through this practice on myself of dissolving my own internal blockages, I developed this this system, which I call Divine Mother Healing. And of course, I've written a book about it now. But the reason I wrote the book is so everyone can do it. It's simple and powerful and, and it works. Um, you're simply working with vibration and energy, which we're all made of. We are energy. Ask any physicist. Um, we, we are a, a combination of energy and flow that, that makes us specifically unique, each one of us, because that energy and flow is slightly different for each one of us. So I'm now teaching these energy tools. And I do want to add, before I stop this for a moment and let listen to you speak, Gina, is um, at one point after, as I had been developing these tools, I, the light appeared to me as a huge, grand wave, just this awesome um, tidal wave of light. And I was, this is with my eyes closed on my, in my internal experience. Mm. And it was so beautiful and powerful that at a a certain point I said to it, who are you? And immediately the answer came, I am the divine mother and I am birthing the universe. Well, it was amazing. It was so amazing that I, at that moment, I signed on with divine mother. I, I thought, okay, this this is the kingdom of heaven I've been looking for. This is the divine. This is the divine being mm-hmm. that I want to talk to and learn from. So I've been communicating with Divine Mother and learning more about healing and um, and the beauty of who we are as human beings and how these mm-hmm. um, the pain, the fears, the the contracted energies hide this beauty and so i'm really committed to teaching people to to dissolve those things to break through mm-hmm. and really um experience your divinity so that's kind of a little recap of it's amazing <laughs> and there's such a lot in there you know people who are watching this or listening to this will be a full spectrum those people for whom spiritual experiences are seen as wiki woo and pink and fluffy and people who for whom it's very much part of their day to day so one of the things i'd like to ask you is for people who are listening to this who are perhaps not so familiar with the principle of we are energy and that uh, vibrationally our words our actions everything has an impact on us which is what i truly believe um that 
in terms of peeling, what sort of things do, do you help people with? So you know, somebody listening to this, how would they know that to come to you um, so that you could help them? You know, what sort of range of things does your healing help with? Well, I work with people who have every kind um, physical problems, definitely challenge, physical challenges, which, which I always say, these are, these are um, spiritual opportunities. Mm -hmm. When we have a physical challenge, there's something that's being um, asked of us to learn or be. Mm -hmm. um, so the physical, I do work with a lot of relationship issues. Mm -hmm. I work with healing the pain of the past things that these blocks that we've mm -hmm. accumulated. And this is what I had to do when I was mm -hmm. doing and, and still do my own healing is their old fears, their old attitudes, their old experiences. All of us have had mm -hmm. um, in our past that, that, that um, don't really, they compromise us. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes we don't realize they're compromising us. They just think, well, well, I'm like that. I'm an angry yeah. person. Or I'm I have depression. You don't have to have the depression. You don't have to have the anger. If you know how to unwind it, mm -hmm. it's an energy block in the system. So so I work with people like that, and of course that is physical, but it also is relationship oriented. Mm -hmm. um, definitely spiritual issues that that people have, and also. Um, what was the other one that I wanted? To, oh, work, work issues, mm -hmm. finance, financial problems, um, difficulties at the at the workplace, and and there are a lot of them because a bunch of people come together, trying to accomplish a goal, and mm -hmm. they all have different ideas and different fears about it or goals with it. So yeah. those, all of those, all of the above. Um, that's a general answer. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to? Well, it gives people an idea. And I think, you know, this show goes out live, but also um, goes on to different platforms which people can um, mm -hmm. tune into. Mm -hmm. And so a, a very broad um, spectrum of society um, are likely to listen. And so, as I say, some people yeah. put this as a principle will feel yes. very ordinary to them. For other people, it will be thinking, Oh, that yes. sounds strange. Um, so but I, I, mean, I just want to give you a couple examples. I mean, just yesterday I was working, I, I work with people from, you know, really all over the world. And this was a young woman from Germany who was starting a, a new business, getting involved in a business. And she she wanted to excel. I mean, she really wanted to go to the top of her field, yet she had money issues, the fear and feeling unworthy around money. Well, many of us have, have had that. Yeah. Um, and so the, what I did then is I worked with these vibrational tools to settle her down and then target where that, that heaviness is. Um, mm -hmm. You know, energies often felt, especially negative energy as a heaviness or a fear or, um, or an, a, a frustration. Mm -hmm. And so we found that energy in her body and we started to dismantle it by using the tools that mm -hmm. I've 
that I've created. Um, and they're, they're simple tools. It's some like you find a, a block of energy, you can say break, break, break to that energy to break it up mm-hmm. so that it isn't overwhelming to you. And then send it into the light, divine light. Yes. So, I mean, this to some people, this may sound weird or impractical, but energy is truly a thing. It's something that you can feel, you can sense, and you can work with either negatively or positively. You can draw it in. You can say, I'm terrified, I'm afraid, and, and you start to implode, you start to become small. And or you can you can say, go into the light, which is one of my tools, send that into the light, their thoughts, their fears, you send them into the light for because the light will transform them. Um, I explain this in my book because from it's a new concept to many people. Mm. Yes. You can work with something that you can't see. <laughs> um, but um, truly, uh, you can, most people can feel it, sense it. They have a, if, and they mm. just need to be guided into that experience. One of the ways that I, I, help people recognize the impact of people's vibrational energy is to say to them, you know, you spend some time with with some people and you spent 10 minutes with them and you just feel that every fiber of your being has been wrung dry as they slurp in your energy. And then there are other people that you can spend 10 minutes with and you feel energized and enthusiastic because you, you have caught on to their energy. And I think Mm -hmm. that recognizing that every word that we speak has an energy, you know, you think of the word, thank you. And if you're listening to this, just listen to the energy behind these iterations of thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) They're very, very different. And every word that you speak, every action you take or not, or how and when you do it has a vibration. And that vibration not only impacts on you, but impacts on other people. And let's face it, we can't see gravity, but we certainly know if you drop something, that gravity is working and you can't see electricity, but you switch the light on and, and we know that it's there. And so you're know, recognizing that we too are energetic beings, I think is really important. Beautiful, thank you. Those are beautiful examples. Oh, thank you. So yeah. I'm just conscious of time, but one thing I'd like to ask you is, it, my belief is that we are moving into a time of divine feminine energy. That for for millennia, um, we have been governed by very much male energy. Now, that's not to say men and women. My belief is that men and women have both energies. Um, it's not it's not about one's gender. It's about the energy that you choose to use. From your communication and your relationship you have with Divine Mother Earth. Oh, divine, divine mother. Do you have, I'd, I'd love to know your view of, of the divine feminine energy and what place you think it has in the present and moving forward. Well, I have a very intimate relationship with the divine mother. And my, when people say to me, who is divine mother? My response is always, 
Divine Mother is the unity of the Mother-Father-God principle. But at this time on our planet, in this world, the Mother principle is coming forth because her very strongly, I mean, they've always both been there and it's beautiful when they are in balance. Mm -hmm. They've not been in balance. As you yeah. said, the domination of the mental, of the, of the masculine has been overbearing on some, some of the most delicate and beautiful qualities of the divine feminine, which are also tremendously powerful and necessary for us to be happy, fulfilled, and productive human beings. So, so what's happening is the divine feminine principle is coming forth very strongly at this time in the planet to correct that imbalance. Mm -hmm. And the qualities that are so needed are primarily associated with the divine mother. The, I call it the mother, but it's really the divine feminine all mm -hmm. and all, mm -hmm. all ways. Um, the the qualities of love, the qualities of nurturing, nourishment, mm -hmm. the qualities of tremendous creativity, the ability to create new life. Mm -hmm. That's a, that is definitely the divine mother um, mm -hmm. influence, the divine mother's skill. This birthing process, we need to birth a new society in this mm -hmm. world. We need to literally birth a, a new world. Um, and then, so the mother is coming forth and she's reminding people of the heart. We've, we've really repressed our hearts in many ways, especially in the, the Western cultures have, we've denied the, our, um, this, this, the tremendous power of love and even relegated it to being, you know, silly or, uh, or only romantic. Mm -hmm. Where is the power of love is the energy that maintains the balance. I, I will go so far as to say, and of course, Divine Mother has told me, <laughs> that it's the divine love that keeps the planets hmm. in their orbits, that maintains our, keeps our bodies alive. Hmm. So it's an incredible power. And it's very, um, very evident in the divine feminine uh expression mm. um so and the world has never needed it more has it no it hasn't no. so so she's really coming mm. coming out and she wants a personal relationship with everyone this mm. is the, the beautiful thing about the divine feminine the divine mother is she wants she's hands-on mm. she's she'll get down here in your life with you dealing with the challenges the you know the the difficulties, the the issues that come up that that are so that, that are so horrendous. I mean, I'm sure she's she's in the midst of the of the war that's going on right now. She's she's there trying to help people and try to to, to unify the factions. It's just the Divine Mother wants to bring her family together. She, this discord is just alien to a mother. Yeah who wants the family to become to come together in harmony. It's time, isn't it, that we spend more, that we focus on those things which make us similar rather than those things yes. which make us different. Yeah. I'm afraid we're out of time. At the just last couple of minutes, 
Those of you who listen regularly know that we are proud um, to be members of Be One, Do One, Buy One, Give One. And um, that's a charity that was that was created by Masami Sato. And it works on the principle that businesses, um, through their giving, um, can support and be compassionate to those people um, and to the planet who need it. But at the same time, that it is um, a recognition within the business that, that actually it becomes part of your business and who you are. And we ask every guest to choose one of uh, normally three projects, but I've, I've added in a fourth one because of the, um, the issue in the Ukraine. And I invite my guests to choose a, uh, one of those projects and we donate um, at the end of the month, we donate on their behalf, but also we donate for people, the number of people who download the, um, the um, podcast version or the TV version, and we will donate to different projects. And you have chosen to support uh, a project which is helping children um, within the Ukraine and those who are in refugee camps um, outside the Ukraine following the terrible uh, situation that's going there. So thank you mm -hmm. for choosing that. And that will go off um, uh, at the end of the month um, to that project, uh, helping them. Thank you. So it thank just you. leaves me to say a huge thank you very, uh, very much for coming on the show and sharing with us your book, The Divine uh, Mother. That Where can people find that? Divine Mother Healing. Healing. Yeah. It's, a, it's on Amazon. Barnes mm -hmm. and Noble. Um, you can go to my website, divinemotheronline.net, and order it. Um, Lovely. It's called, the full name is Divine Mother Healing Vibrational Tools for Your Body, Mind, and Spirit. Fabulous. But thank you very much for joining us. Don't go away. Got a short break, and I'll see you after the break. But again, Connie, thank you very much. Thank you. You're very welcome. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-u.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, 
accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for a Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hi there. We've just got a very few minutes left, and I wanted to spend that time talking to you still around the same theme of, of, of good holistic health. But actually, some of the concepts that Connie um, and I have been talking about may be quite new to you. And seeing yourself as a spiritual being rather than just as a physical being may also be something that either that it's not familiar with you or that, that you're just starting your spiritual journey. And I wanted to share with you this book. It's called The True Essence of You. Okay. And that's an intentional journal to help you return to your genuine self-awareness achieve holistic well-being and true life purpose and spiritual connection. Now, journaling is a great way to spend a little bit of time each day to just writing, either to um, just writing your thoughts and using that as an opportunity to make that connection with that inner you, or many of my intentional journals set a question or have a quote or something that will trigger your thinking. Now, the spiritual essence of you and returning to that is something that is so important if you want to feel truly vibrant and well and it's a very simple way of doing that just a few minutes a day will help you just start to make that inner connection with yourself because through that inner connection as connie was saying you have the opportunity to connect with not only your uh, intuition, but as she did with source, with the Divine Mother, or however that is for you. This is not a religious thing, nor is it against any religion. It is about that communion with yourself, with that sense of who you are within the world um, and how you turn up and how you operate. So that's the true essence of you. And the other one that I wanted to share with you is... Um, my Garden Insights uh, to the Window of My Soul, a journal of reflection uh, to explore the relationship with that inner wisdom. And that's me in my garden. I love my garden. In fact, I've been out there today uh, planting up. And it may not be that the garden is your thing. It could be going out, as I say, for a walk in nature or dancing or singing or doing some artwork, some doodling. Could be cooking. But ultimately, finding something that fills your battery up and makes you feel good about yourself is really, really important. Um, and in terms of that, ultimately, um, um, it's up to you um, to determine what you want out of life. And I'd like to spend the last just couple of minutes talking about compassion. For me, compassion is so important. Compassion to yourself, compassion to others. And recognizing that at the moment, the world is in a state of huge flux. And it is time for all of us to demonstrate greater compassion in everything that we do. 
And it could be as simple as recycling your rubbish and showing compassion to the planet or not dropping litter. It could be compassion that you notice that a neighbour may be lonely and you're going to the shops and you say, can I get anything for you? Those little acts of random kindness, demonstrating compassion to other people, not only feed them spiritually, but feed you too. And so my challenge to you in this next week is, can you each day demonstrate compassion to you and to others? Now, many people find it easier to be compassionate to others than they do to be compassionate to themselves really, really important that you treat yourself and you are compassionate to yourself as well as to other people. I'd love to know how you get on. Do email me at gina at genuinely-you.com and let me know how you get on. If you take in on any of the books and start journaling, then please let me know how you get on. Love to know and leave a review uh, on Amazon. Being the leader of your own life, moment by moment, throughout the day, throughout the week, is so important. But do it with compassion and with care. Take care now. Have a great week. See you next week. Be the leader of your own life. Bye-bye now. You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcast.